Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Y'all, the episode is late this week. I apologize. Thank you guys for being patient this week. I took a little sabbatical. We had a you know national holiday on Monday, and I just took a little extra time getting this episode done because, you know, your girl needed an extra day of rest, and I don't feel rested. I've been drinking champagne every day since the big show at Radio City, but um, I appreciate you guys being patient this week. We've just had a lot going on, even post-Radio City. I just wanted to first and foremost tell you guys, thank you so much. The kind words, all of the kind messages, just the support, how many people flew in. I am I am always so uh, unbelievably shocked, honored, uh, humbled, and grateful for each and every one of you who spend money to come out on the tour, who buy plane tickets, who get hotel rooms, who do dinners, buy outfits, all of it. You will never understand how much your support means to me. And to have sold out Radio City was just the most incredible experience of my life. I am slowly cutting together footage. I had a video, you know, taped, and and we had a, a professional photographer, Jenny Anderson, who is one of the best in the biz, shoot it. So I'm going to slowly be rolling out so much content from that Radio City show that you're going to be sick of it. You're going to go, we get it. So many other comedians have done this before. Why are you making it about you? But it's about me right now. It's about me, goddammit. But I really, I don't even have words, dude. I've already had a glass of champagne, so I'm going to lean a champagne. Nothing like it. Okay, if y'all don't know this woman on Instagram, TikTok. I don't know if she's real. I think her name's Ava. I don't know if this is a bit, but she'll take any inanimate object. You know, she'll be like, phone covers, nothing like it. And that's all she says. And I don't know why, but it makes me laugh. And I haven't been able to stop saying, ice cream, nothing like it. Like, I don't, it's it's an inside joke. Y'all aren't even going to find it funny. You're going to Google the videos. You're going to go, this, th- this is giving me nothing. But in my mind, I'm so giddy coming off the Radio City shows that I've just been giggling at the dumbest shit on the internet. But thank you again for bearing with me for this late podcast. You know, I love the podcast. It's one of the most joyful things in my life. But thanks for giving me a little extra time off too. Also, I had no voice. Post Radio City, let me tell you what we did. We had a a bar, a a party, 
Okay, a Barty. I couldn't even get the words out. At Pebble Bar, which is a really cool bar right around the corner from Radio City. I rented the whole thing out, just my closest friends and family. It was almost like post-Radio City. It was a reunion of everybody who came to my wedding, which was also so overwhelming. And we've decided that now that I'm coming up on my year anniversary of my wedding, like everybody needs an excuse that weekend in June to celebrate something, I'm kind of sick of myself. I said, somebody, we got to do somebody else's wedding or somebody else's party at the same time. But I I am so grateful to all my friends who show up for me. And I, I'll tell you what, I mean, I was in tears rolling into the city just knowing how many people came up for the show. How many people that I know personally that came up and were just like, duh, it's June. We're doing something to celebrate you. It's just the kindest, most loving thing in the world. But I'll tell you what, nothing like it. Nothing like having good friends. Nothing like it. But, you know, I just feel richly blessed. I feel like I can never repay everybody for how much that they support me. And I understand it's different than in entertainment. Technically, my name is in lights on shit. So I'm I'm out there and, you know, the show is about me technically. But at the end of the day, dude, it's about y'all. And it's about everybody who who's given me support. And I said, I'm ready. I don't care if somebody misses their fucking period. We're going to have a party for it and celebrate other people. So I told all my girlfriends, all my guy friends, I said, I don't care if you survive a UTI. We're having a fucking party for it. We're celebrating. Because the way that people show up for me, I feel like genuinely I can never repay how I show up for them. And I and it's been a real reflective moment of I have it, I have such good, wonderful, loving people surrounding me. And what can I do for somebody else? So regardless, I'm having a very pay it forward moment. I'm filled with the light of the Lord, love in my heart. I've been checking for ticks because we're having a little creative session out here in the Hamptons this week. But I am definitely just feeling such an attitude of gratitude. And I just want to say thank you. And moving forward, I know I know how I just said it's not going to be about me. I'm like, I'm done. But we are adding, we just announced, I think we're doing 20 more cities through the fall. We will be shooting the next comedy special at the Fox Theater, November 9th and 10th. So Atlanta, I'm coming back to do two huge homecoming shows, which we will film for the comedy special in Atlanta. But we're going to be hold on, let me read these off to you. I should know these by heart, but I don't know. These are the cities that are going on sale on Friday. So Friday, the 23rd, June 23rd at 10 a.m. local whatever your area time is. So if you're in Phoenix, it'll be 10 a.m. local time there. These are the places I'm coming to this fall. Okay, we are coming to Chicago, Illinois, Phoenix, Arizona, San Diego, Orlando, Florida, Raleigh, North Carolina, Richmond, Virginia, Charlotte, North Carolina, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Jackson, Mississippi, Toronto, Canada, St. Louis, Missouri, Houston, Texas, Tampa, Florida, Fort Lauderdale, Los Angeles, and then two special shows where we will be taping the special at uh, the Fox in Atlanta. So if you don't see your city on there, we were not able to squeeze it in for the comeback tour. So get on an airplane, grab your friends, grab, you know, a glitter suit and show up to the shows. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able, I'm already getting DMs. Hey girl, you're going to be able to come into, you know, I don't know, back to Montgomery. No, we already hit that on this tour. We're not going to be able to come back. So you guys, if you're in the South, come to one of the shows down there or come to Atlanta for the comedy special. That'll be incredible. I can't wait to see Canada. We're going to maybe try and add some international dates at the top of next year, but we are we are cooking with gas right now. So again, all the tickets are going to go on sale for the fall leg of the tour. We didn't do a pre-sale. I said, let's just put them on sale on Friday, 10 a.m. your local time. So it'll be 10 a.m. Pacific time when LA goes on sale for LA. Atlanta will be 10 a.m. Eastern time. You guys get how time and space works. I do not. But 
Hopefully you guys do. I had the coolest opportunity and I'm going to try and put some footage up as soon as I can get it edited of, I did a very special entrance for the show at Radio City. I came up through the floor. Now I told you guys this before. I think one of the cool things when you perform at Radio City is you're able to use all their like their gadgets, right? They have like pyro. They have this elevator that brings you up through the floor. So I hired some incredible dancers, very famous dancers, and we choreographed a number and we came up through the floor to start spreading the news. The very iconic song, New York, New York. And we did a full, I don't know, 36 count. It was amazing. I've never heard such a deafening scream before like that. And I was downstairs in the pit. So I'm under, I'm, I, you know, I like a surprise. You know, I love a surprise element. So I'm downstairs in the pit and nobody can, nobody knows I'm about to come through the floor. Right. And I was so nervous and I kept just saying, I'm like, I shouldn't be here. This is insane. How, how do all these people know who I am? I've dreamed about this since I I was a kid. I can't believe this is happening. I don't know what's happening. How are we here? And one of the very famous dancers who I got to dance with turned to me and literally was like, you, you were meant to be here. Shut the fuck up. It's showtime. And I was like, it's showtime, baby. There is no cooler feeling than coming up from the floor and just just feeling it, seeing the lights, feeling the vibe, feeling the energy. It was such a fantastic show. And I saw so many people in the audience I knew, so many familiar faces. And that'll go down as one of the craziest nights of my life. And then afterwards, I got very drunk and I did the douchiest thing one could ever do. We sold very specific Radio City merch at the show, which if we have any left, I'm going to try and put it online. I got to figure out the logistics for that. So hang tight. From websites and online stores to marketing tools and analytics, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence and run your business. I'm obsessed with Squarespace. It's made running my website so incredibly easy. I love Squarespace. Listen, they've got e-commerce. They've got multiple connectors. Like if you want to connect your social media accounts, whether you've got the LinkedIn, you got the TikToks, you got the freaking Vimeo, whatever, you can put it all there right on Squarespace is awesome. Also, what's cool is you can see the traffic overflow. So say you're a small business, you want to figure out what's the best time to put something up to sell. You want to see who's coming to your website, who's checking out your products, who, what, when, where, why, how. All of that can be seen in the traffic overflow. You also own all your own content. And I love the analytics, the blogging tools, and the social sharing aspect. So you can add a Reddit, a Pinterest, a Tumblr, whatever. Letting your visitors share content on Facebook, Twitter, Google+, LinkedIn, StumbleUpon, you know, all those things. Listen, Squarespace is freaking awesome. And right now, if you head to squarespace.com slash absolutely for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, all you got to do is head to squarespace.com slash absolutely for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Love Squarespace. Love working with them. Again, head to squarespace.com slash absolutely. Got very drunk at Pebble Bar. Which let me back up. I don't think I said back in the day when Johnny Carson used to shoot his show at 30 Rock, there was like the Johnny Carson room at this bar. And that's where he would take all of his, you know, the talent that would come on a show or the good old boys in late night. That's where they'd go party. So my buddy Carlos runs the owns the bar. They redid it. And it's such a beautiful space. If you ever needed a fantastic place to have a have a party, go there. 
but we had an intimate, nice little party with all of our closest friends and family. And it was, I got so hammered. I got so drunk. And I walked home and took photos in front of the big illuminated light outside of Radio City at 5 a.m. that said Heather McMahon sold out. And I was in a, in a t-shirt with my name on it. I had a Radio City special merchandise hat. I could not have looked douchier. And I had my sequin dress that I wore to the after party underneath. And I was so hammered and just a hot mess. And it is some of the greatest footage. I will release the footage slowly to y'all on Instagram. It's unhinged. It's insane. And then I thought I'd have like a real sweet, sentimental moment. So we get back to the hotel at like 6 a.m. The sun's coming up. I'm on the 39th floor, okay? I stick my hand out the window, gripping my cell phone, trying to get that perfect sunrise pick. I mean, I could, it could have ended very badly. And I'm forcing my friends who are like, we're done. We're done celebrating you enough. I forced them to pop a bottle of champagne at 6 a.m. And it was just a very iconic New York moment. And then we all woke up at noon, so hungover. And you know, your girl doesn't party like she used to because I work every weekend. And in show business, I'm very professional. I'll have maybe a glass of wine after a show, but I'm not hitting the club. And I hadn't hit the club in a second. I was ripping. I was vaping. Dude, I was I was grabbing so many people's vapes. We're all going to have cold sores. You know what I mean? That's where we're at. When I say, we all woke up and we talk like this. Like, it was the deepest, nastiest, grimiest just back here. Like, we all had popcorn lungs. But you know what it is? You know your girl loves a vacation cigarette. I was on vacation. I was done. The sense of relief and accomplishment of living this out, but then also like the adrenaline spike. You have this spike of adrenaline for two hours while you're performing. And then when I came down, I literally had one tequila shot as I walked into the party and it was like done. It was was like all downhill from there in the best way. Anyways, we had the wildest, the wildest night. And everyone was like, Heather, you forced us to party harder than we have in a long time. And I did. And you know what? Everyone says I can be a restaurant bully, which is, if you don't know what that is, when I go to restaurants, I just like to order for the table. I get very stressed out. It's a absolute character flaw of mine. But if if you like somebody just to order, then you're good. I will not bully you in any other aspect, but I like to go to a restaurant and say, you guys cool if I just order for the table? Because if not, I'm sweating. I'm sweating knowing that you maybe didn't get the calamari. You know what I mean? And I've already done extensive research on the calamari. And I know, skip the burrata, get the get the Frito Misto, which is the calamari, and definitely get the arancini. Like, let me, just let me do it. Let me do it. The number one thing you guys DM me is, hey, I'm going out to Max's in New York tonight. What should I get? And I always say, the rigatoni bolognese. You know what I mean? Like, I just know. I know what I know. And what I know is, I know how to order. So we then drug ourselves to Morea, which is a great Italian restaurant right across from Central Park for like a 2.30 lunch. And we all sat there. And Raymond looked at me and he ordered a dirty martini. And he said, the only way over is through. And I said, the only way over is through. And if that isn't such a metaphor for life, you're going through shit. You are hungover. You're hungover with life. You know, work's hard. Relationships are hard. Let me tell you something. Sometimes the only way to get over that hump is to go through that hump. And I looked at Raymond Padilla as I could feel the the acid reflux and a little bit of barfiness rising to the back of the neck. And I looked at him as I 
did a deep swallow. And I said, you know what, Ray? That's the smartest shit you've ever said. The only way over is through. Remember the old wives tale? Over the and then through the woods to grandmother's house we go. How are you going to get to grannies? How are you going to get there? How are you going to get to grannies? You got to get over, you got to go through. And I just made that correlation. Goddamn, sometimes when I've had a glass of wine and I start podcasting, I am so prophetic. It's just, wow, wow, cold chill. Cold chill down the spine. So it was a wild time at Maria. And my mom is looking at, you know, 10 of my friends at this table. And it's just like, she's like, you guys are lightweights. She's like, I'll have a bottle of Pinot Grigio. And we just partied. We partied. And we had such a good time. And then we had a pizza party at the hotel. When was the last time you had a pizza party? And I'm talking a pajama pizza party. I'm talking everyone's in sweats, no makeup. And naturally, I overordered. I ordered 10 pies. For 10 people, that's a pie per person. And I've said this before to me when people go, do you like a personal pizza? Every pizza is a personal pizza if I'm eating it. I take that very personally. So so we tore it up. We tore it up. We had a pizza party in our jammies. We giggled Sunday night. And then when I say all hell broke loose Monday trying to pack for this little Hamptons trip, all hell broke loose. Also want to give a shout out, and this is not sponsored by any way, and I almost don't even want to say this because I don't want to give up this special place that I always stay, but if you go to New York and you need a fabulous hotel, again, not sponsored, I just truly love sharing this little tip with people. The Conrad in Midtown, it's a Hilton property, but it's a very high-end Hilton property. The Conrad Hotel used to be condos, and then they transformed them into hotel rooms. It's on 54th between 6th and 7th. So say if you're going in for the weekend with your family and you're going to go see some shows, stay there and you can just walk to Times Square. Now, I don't love to be adjacent to Times Square, but this isn't, if you got to do shit uptown, this is the best place to stay. The rooms are enormous. And anybody who's ever traveled to New York knows the rooms in New York are absolute bullshit, Okay. They'll put you in a, a Cracker Jack box and give you a hand towel and say, welcome to Five Star. Not the Conrad. The Conrad is huge rooms, even in a basic room. So I want to give a big shout out to them because we had everybody stay there. And just the hospitality was incredible. They were incredible. They were so kind. And they just do a great job at that spot. So that's my go-to place. I either stay there or from downtown, I stay at the Bowery. But we stayed at the Conrad Hill Midtown, and it was phenomenal. We could, we stumbled home from Radio City every night, which was the coolest. But we had a great time. We just had a great time. And I just, again, I, I don't mean to be a softie. I don't mean to be cheesy. But I just cannot say thank you enough. And let me tell you, when this podcast comes out, you guys better be buying the tickets for the rest of the tour. What if it's just like we sold out Radio City and then everyone's like, it's just crickets <laughs> the rest of the tour. It won't be because I know you hoes are crazy. But yeah, so tickets are going to go on sale on June 23rd, Friday at 10 a.m. your local time. And I'm excited. You know, I'm supposed to, this is how life rolls. I'm supposed to have like a little time off, two weeks. I've already missed a Zoom call today. I didn't even fucking know it was on the calendar. We did a photo shoot with Show Me Your Moo Moo. You know my girls. And we're just living it up. We're having a good time. We're getting work is pleasure. Pleasure is work. But I want everybody to know, even though you see the glitz and the glamour of what y'all think is going on in my life, there have been so many years being on the road, so many years grinding, hustling, hustling. And I realized this epiphany as I looked across to my best friend, Ray, who opened for me and did a great job at Radio City. He and I started a soul psych. 
And here we were so hungover and he ordered that dirty martini. And I said, Ray, I don't know how you're doing it. And he said, sometimes, sometimes to get over, you got to go through. And that's a beautiful blessing. So I want anybody who's listening to that. You, you're, you're stressed about some shit this summer. Sometimes you got to dive in. You got to go through. And even when I said, I can't do it, I shouldn't be here. And I was having a full imposter syndrome, even though I've, I've done this show 80 times. I love what I do. I've sold out the Chicago theater. I'm a professional. I had a very famous professional dancer look at me before we hit that stage at Radio City. And she goes, you're going to razzle fucking dazzle them. And shut up, bitch. It's time to go. And then I said, five, six, seven, eight. And I jazz hand all the way across that stage. And it will truly go down as one of the greatest moments of my life. Wedding, fun, but eh. that, I told Jeff, I was like, Jeff, that was it. That was it, baby. And we had a blast at our wedding. But like, I've worked for that for a long time. And I know y'all have shit on the vision board. And I know you have things on the list. And I know there's things we want to check off. But sometimes remember, when you're doubting yourself, you got to just fucking dive in. You got to go through to get over. To get to that next spot, you got to go through. And that's a beautiful life lesson. And I love that. Hey there, absolutely not listeners. I want to talk to you about Etsy. I love to shop on Etsy for beautifully made items from independent sellers. Listen, I love Etsy, okay? I think they're awesome. Etsy sellers have gifts, style, and home pieces like rugs and sofas, as well as outerwear and accessories. Shop jackets, jewelry, furniture, art, and more made for all budgets and any occasion. I have found some of the coolest art that I put in my office. I found great bachelorette gift ideas, like really thoughtful things, amazing jewelry. I've even had bathing suits made on Etsy. Listen, I love some of their home items. I've gotten some really cool things that I put in my house in Oxford, Mississippi. And I found an amazing, cool neon sign that I got from an Etsy dealer. And we just ordered it straight from Etsy. It was delivered right to my door. It was freaking awesome. Love Etsy. Love everything they do. They're freaking awesome. And remember, if you want cool stuff for your home, outerwear, accessories, shop jackets, jewelry, furniture, art, and more made for all budgets and any occasion, you can find it all at Etsy.com. Listen, if you're new to Etsy, use the code NEW, N-E-W, for 10% off your first purchase. That's code NEW, N-E-W. You get maximum discount value of $50. Offer ends June 30th, 2023. See terms at etsy.com slash terms. Again, that is use code NEW, NEW, N-E-W, for 10% off your first purchase. For home style and gifts, shop etsy.com. Etsy has it. Y'all, I was going to do the voicemails today, but I think I'm going to get into those on the next episode because we have such a fun house right now in the Hamptons. We got Ray here. We got Tina here. My mom's here. My sister had to fly back to Atlanta, but Jeff's here. We've got our buddy Jimmy from the Turks and Caicos who came by. And we have one of my dearest friends, Cammie. Cammie Miller owns Show Me Your Moo Moo. And it's one of the clothing lines that I've been wearing forever. You guys love them. I love them. Cammie is one of my dearest and oldest friends. And she's staying at the house right now. And she was one of the first people to ever come on the podcast. We talked about being boss babes and doing business shit, but she's also so fucking funny. And I also owe a lot to Moo Moo. The girls over at Show Me Your Moo Moo have designed all my tour costumes. They've designed all the outfits for my tour and she designed my suit that I wore in my special. We are old, old, dear, dear friends. She's a fucking riot and I know you guys love her stuff. So I figured for the rest of the episode, we should dive in and catch up with the iconic, the one and only Cammie Miller and the girls at Show Me Your Moo Moo because you know what? They've helped me on the 
road and I could not do what I do without the love and support of them. And let's giggle. Let's giggle about Gen Z. We're going to get into what it's like to be out in the Hamptons. I think it's a little bit of a bamboozlement out here, but I'm here for it. And we're going to get into all the things. So without further ado, please welcome to the podcast, the one and only, the co-founder and CEO of Show Me Your Moo Moo, Cammie Miller. You guys know her, you love her. And I think the last time she was on the podcast was like three years ago. And I don't even think she was married at the time. But please welcome back to the podcast, the one, the only, the iconic Cami Miller of Show Me Your Moo Moo. But you're, you're, you're so much more. You're not just a clothing line. You're one of my dearest, oldest friends. How are you, bitch? <laughs> I'm great. Great. We're coming at him uh, from the Hamptons today. If y'all could see the view... We've got swans, we've got shells, yeah. we've got splinters. Don't you kind of think that the Hamptons is a little bit of a bamboozlement? <laughs> Ticks everywhere. I, I gotta say, there's been there's been some scary, scary moments yeah. between the ticks and the swans that do get aggressive and the splinters and, and the it's deer. cold. We it's, almost- ve- it's very cold. Hold on, Sophie, Cammy stole your drink. <laughs> Cammie's employee just walked in. Sophie, who is an icon and a genius and a social media guru, and we just stole the margaritas that she made for herself. Thank you. Thank Portia. you. Portia. Portia. We call her Portia because she reminds you so much of Portia from the, the White Lotus. Yes. And then, as we know, you are also Jennifer Coolidge. Coolidge. So you yes. two together is are very iconic. Own, are it's, very own. it's very iconic. Speaking of danger, yeah. I forgot last night we almost for real hit a deer. Do you remember that? We, there's also a <laughs> lot of wildlife out here. There's so much wildlife. I almost saw my life flash before my eyes. I almost went through the, the windshield because I'm sitting in the in like the bitch seat in the middle. And I had to say multiple times, Jeff, deer, deer. And he was dead sober. Deer. And then when there's one deer, you know, there's 45 more. Oh, yeah. The baby's coming right behind. And you know, I mean, you're from Louisiana. You're from the cut. So, you know, without vermin, that wildlife. <laughs> We do. We know that down, you know, down the bayous where my dad's from. He's a Cajun. I think the first Cajun person you knew, Ever. correct, was yes, my father. Absolutely. And can you do an impersonation of his accent? Yes. When he would drive us to school in the morning, he'd pick us up. He'd be like, hold it, don't hit it. You want to go to Dunkin' Donuts? And I would say, I think your dad just asked if I want to go to Dunkin' Donuts. And then I would tell him, I would like a, a back, like a basket of munchkins. You know, the, do- the donut holes? So good. He called them munchkins. He would get me a whole thing just for myself. <laughs> He's like, hey, you're a big girl. I know you're hungry. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you, Bobby. <laughs> Cajuns love feeding people. And I love that. Yeah. I love that. I love to be fed. Yeah. <laughs> it's a match. It's a match. Can I ask you, us going out to dinner last night, did you think I was a restaurant bully or did you like the fact that I took the reins and ordered all the food? Oh, I loved that. <laughs> I hate reading menus. I hate that you have to scan to see what your options are. Like when I yeah. saw the little symbol on the table, I, I truly thought... Ugh, I thought I was going to be able to relax <laughs> finally. And then you just did it all. I never even had to scan in to read. And I thought you did a great, thank you, great job ordering. I mean, we could have had one more dish, <laughs> which is interesting because I usually order too much. Right. I ordered 10 personal pizzas the other night, 10 large pizzas, and there were only 10 people at the party. <laughs> and Jeff was like, that's 16 slices per person, Heather. That's too much. You know, I usually so you were order. scarred. I was from, scarred from that personal I was. attack after. Yeah. The pizzas, uh-huh. but the food was great. It was delicious. Our waiter was very chill and normal until the end when we said, "Could you take a photo?" And then he became a director, which I loved. We also love a man who takes direction. Yeah, oh, we you love know, that. We love that. He did seem like he had done a couple couple bumps of coke in between yeah. us signing the bill and then him doing the photo shoot. His whole personality <laughs> changed. It was. 
phenomenal. He was real slow during the service. Uh And then all of a sudden he had a real pep in his step. (laughs) Right? I mean, completely different person. And he was so passionate about it. Because, you know, sometimes you ask a waiter to take a photo. They flip the phone the wrong way. They're so grumpy. No, he would have let us keep modeling for 30 minutes had the restaurant not kicked us out. Yeah. And and also, that's the other thing about the Hamptons. Like, if you're here, like, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, which we are, there's nobody here. No one. This is a real bridge and tunnel. They come in for the weekend and they go home. And so we've been sitting around kind of with our dicks in our hand, not knowing what to do. Yep. On a Tuesday, they're like, the restaurant closes at eight o'clock. We're like, the sun has not even begun to set. Like, what are we supposed to do? And we have to drive 30 minutes for coffee. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's wild out here. And I'll we're in that. East Hampton. We're in like the spot. We are with Be- where Bethany Frankel is. We're with where everybody hangs out. And I feel like we we haven't seen an, a, another person for, I'd say, 72 hours. Yeah. It's, a, it's dark and scary where we are. <laughs> <laughs> so we just want any investors coming into the Hamptons to know, I'm sure it's great during like Yacht Week, but right now we're kind of in the bayou. You know, we're in the, we're in the bayou equivalent of, yeah. of the Hamptons. Yeah. Can you tell everybody about your great-great-grandmother who was the fur trapper? Because I do <laughs> think this is one of the most iconic, and this it really explains who you are as a person. Kimmy, and where you're from. Yes, of course. So as the legend goes, my Cajun great-great-grandmother was a fur trapper. Fur trapping season is, you know, a very short window of time. She happened to be nine months pregnant when it was fur trapping season, but she couldn't not make that money, honey, and get that fur. So she ended up having her baby while she was out trapping fur alone, holding on to a tree and just sort of squat, squat it out. She just squat that baby out. Named her Birdie. That was my great-grandma Birdie. Yeah. Cajun people say Birdie. 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 And that's my daughter's um, namesake. Now, I'd like to just quick interjection. I know that story from my dad. My dad tells a lot of stories. So if I got something wrong with first season or something, y'all, forgive me. It's family lore. (laughs) I think it's true. But like, if it's not, go bug my dad. He's not on social media, but write him a letter. We went to Cammy's wedding and it was one of the most iconic weddings ever because it was such a, first of all, it was beautiful and you did such a great job, but it was such an homage to your family and where you're from. And then you just had these pricks from LA being like, why, why can't I get almond milk at the fucking Sitco gas station in the middle of cutoff Louisiana? And that was a great, I mean, I was eating alligator boudin balls every morning for breakfast from the gas station. And that was truly one of the greatest, most iconic experiences of my life. It was a blast. I mean, and your wedding too, man. Like, I wish we had another wedding to go to. Well, see, I said this earlier. Every June, we need to celebrate something. I'm sick of myself, so I'm ready for the next thing. But like at this time every year, we need to have a big celebration of Uh, something. I agree. It just feels good. Kicks off summer. Feels good. Feels good. I mean, we are trying to, I mean, we're looking to party tonight and we've actually been doing some legwork. Okay. Cammy, tell everybody about what we're doing and how dialed in we are to the pulse of, I'd say, the the Gen Zers. Yeah. So, you know, we know about TikTok. We know about all that stuff. Yeah. You know, we're on it. We're doing it. And we too are obsessed with Alex Earl, Zandra, yeah. the queens of the talk. Yeah. So we happen to see that Zandra, our girl, is here in the Hamptons right now. Right now. So Heather's done a great job. She's done a ton of legwork and outreach. Trying, a lot of philanthropic <laughs> outreach to trying trying to get Zandra, party with Zandra to party with us tonight. Yeah. And guys, we're recording this. This is real. We don't know what's going to happen. And we don't know. Jeff likes to bet. So I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say, I think we have, 
Am I being bold and 90% chance of seeing her tonight? Wow. Yeah. Wow. The over under on us <laughs> seeing Xandra is like, we're already inside of her. <laughs> Talk about fur trapping. You know, we're doing Gen Z trapping. Yeah. We are partying with the cool party girls. You know what I mean? Yes. Back in the day, your grandmother used to trap a bear, skin it to wear for fur to survive. You know what we're doing to survive, Kimmy? We are hanging, finding yes. TikTok stars, making them our friends, yep. and then becoming even more famous than we already are. Gen Z trapping. Gen so Z, that's yeah. what's on the agenda tonight. Yeah. And that we just want to make it very clear that everyone is well above age. They're like 23. So this isn't like yeah. predatorial. They're, they're almost like what they are now calling zillennials. Okay. What's that? So a millennial, and we're going to have to fact check this one as well. You know, I talk, There's a, no fact a checking. I talk a lot. I talk a lot and say a lot. And now I'm realizing when you speak on a podcast, you just kind of like to shoot the shit like you're screwed. Yeah. So um, a millennial is like that age. So they're the end of the millennials, beginning of Gen Z. So millennial would be a lot of the people we hang out with. So it's like a, I don't do math, but late, late 20s, early 30s. Okay. So yeah. that's really what we're looking for. So we're looking for the bottom of the zillennial top of the Gen Z. We're not trying to hang out with 18-year-olds in Montauk. We want to hang out with the most popular girls right. in town in that mid-20s range. Oh, and look who just walked in. Raymond wearing a Montauk t-shirt made by Show Me Your Moo Moo. And what? You, you worked fucking hard. He's unwell. Ray is coming off a six-day hangover, and it is what it is. You know what I mean? You do deserve it, Ray. Nobody said you didn't. Come say hi real quick on the podcast. He has acid reflux. Ray has just let us know. Hold on, mom, say hi, and then we got to keep going. Hi, I want to just say hi to everybody. I'm having a great time here. Mom, what do you think of the Hamptons? I love the Hamptons. I haven't seen any cuties yet for me, but maybe they're all hiding. Oh, there they are, hiding like we're the We're also man-trapping tonight for Robin. We we're fur-trapping, we're man-trapping, and we're gen zillennial trapping. Raymond, if you can come say hi for a second. Flying in the Frito Misto, flying in the Frito Misto. Hi, how we doing? Cammy, what are we doing? This Moomoo shoot, I can't live with like the Moomoo girls. Y'all have too much fun. It's a lifestyle. Hey, it's that work hard, play hard lifestyle. Like, yeah, I don't want to work hard though. I want to just work light and play harder. Yeah, but you know us Moomoo girls, we always be working. I mean, we're out here trying to touch base with the biggest girls on TikTok right now. Okay, which is why- Xandra, it's actually Xandra. Yeah, okay, so I don't even know who that is. I'm not trying to work that hard. You know what I mean? I want to, like, cruise. And watch, we're going to meet her. a week and then, like, drink seven nights a week. But if we meet her tonight and you're her favorite, Ray, I'm going to be so irritated because, like, you don't care and we care a lot. We care so much. Cammie and I care so much. And I have a feeling that Ray's going to do what he usually does where he slides in and then he becomes the life of the party. And I'm sitting in the corner having to pay the fucking bill going, I'm just really bad right now. What do you think, Ray? I think that's exactly what's going to happen because that's what's been happening our whole life. And that is why. Mm. Ray, do you even have TikTok? What? Do you smell weed? Yes. Can I be honest with you? There was a gummy here and I don't know where it went. And can you tell all those people down there to shut the fuck up? Quiet on set. Quiet on set. I don't even think Ray has TikTok. So if he's her favorite, it's just going to be... And and so uh, Jeff unfair. thinks that we are complete creeps. He's like, why do you keep sending this poor girl messages? <laughs> She's just in Southampton. She wants to relax. Like, leave her the fuck alone. Like, uh, and then it's, Jeff's going to take one look at Xandra, realize how stunning she is and be like, yeah. oh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. And he's going to be a creep at the surf lodge tonight in Montauk, smoking a, his cigar, being like, hey, Zandy, how you doing? How you <laughs> doing, toots? I mean, I feel like, Kimmy, if social media, which we have, you have used so well in your business at Show Me Your Moo Moo, and you have it dialed in, and you guys do such cute shit, and obviously I wear all your clothes, ride or die, one of the first Moo Moo customers ever, but I definitely feel like 
I use social media to build my comedy empire. But if we had to like go back and do what these girls are doing, like if social media was around when we were in college, we would be fucked. I'd be in prison for doing something. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we were talking yesterday, like we used to do what they're doing on the YouTubes, but we just did it for fun on our camcorder. Yeah. And we didn't even have anyone to watch it. And it's really for the best. It is. You know, we did pranks. We did horror movies. We did all sorts of stuff. I mean, we were the queens of getting out the old, you know, Sony and doing VHSs. Yeah. And we'd edit them. I made you a mixtape once. Yeah. Before cheerleading camp. Yeah. And I remember I spent like two hours one afternoon. I had two like uh, boom boxes and I recorded from each one. And I think I had a little microphone. I don't even think it was like a, it was like a mixtape. This was like before fucking DVDs. And I made you an actual mixtape, a hardcore tape. Oh, that's so like friendship romantic. Isn't it? Yeah. Gen Z would never. They don't do things for their friends. I think the way we do. No, they, they love self-care though. They They, sure do. (laughs) We are so over the self-care. Like I need it and I want it and I crave it. But, but who all, has the time? Who's got the time? I did massage your feet last night. You did. And that was nice. And I thumped somebody. I know <laughs> I, th- I am a little hyperized thumper. But also, how do you deal with like running a business right now where, you know, you got to stay on the trends. You got to stay hip with everything. Do you feel like a grandma some days or you feel like you have it dialed in? Oh, no, I definitely feel like a grandma most days. Yeah. And that is why I love to be around young, interesting, cool women. Yeah. So if you, the Moo world is full of those and we try to have people of all ages at the company because yeah, yeah I kind of am a grandma in the sense that too, like I've always just liked to dress like JLo and wear a tunic. Right. Right. So luckily fashion is cyclical. It will always come in and out of style. Yeah. But sometimes when the trends are leaning, you know, zillennial Gen Z, I got to lean on my girls, my young girls to help Who me tell you put on a baggy jean and then like a cool crop top. Yes. Like, if you're going to San Tropez or Miami, I know how to make you those clothes all day long. Right. No issues. Right. So, but if we're going to, like, New York New York City, Lower East Side, trying to be hip and cool or something, like, <laughs> I might, you know, I might defer to live. Yeah, the on, younger you know, gal. What should we design for that gal? What's going on in the fashion world right now? Like, what are you, what are you most excited about? Well, I mean, I'm excited you know, big old flare pants are coming back. The like, best, the most flattering thing. Even on my thin flattering. ankles, they look so good. A flare pant, a nice boot cut, a sensible high yeah. cut right bu- right at the belly button. I love. And they're getting tight on the butt again. Yeah. You know, so because yeah. we don't do well with the baggy poo-poo jean. No, we don't because we both have fat asses. Yes. We need, you know, that that denim to just stretch over our curvy booties and yeah. hold it up and just show off the thighs. Yeah. You know, we need that. So that's good. I mean, that's coming back. Uh, what else is coming back actually? And I mean, I know it was never out for you, but animal print. Thank you. Back I've been with on the pulse of everything. Yep. Back yeah. with a vengeance. Well, and also just so you guys know, if you're just tuning in, Kimmy and her team at Show Me Your Moo Moo has been making my outfits for freaking ever. Y'all did a ton of stuff for my wedding and just all my honeymoon gear that I wore. And you've been making the glitter suits and all the you know, different colors that I've been wearing on the tour because I'm an old show gal. I am trying to bring the way that you guys bring glitz and glamour back to like, um, you know, women of all ages feeling fabulous about themselves in the clothes. My thing is accessible entertainment where I like to be like an old Joan Rivers. I come out in full feathers, full glitter, yep. heels. Like I'm not ever, you're never going to see me performing in a jean in a tee. It's not my vibe. And you are a animal prank, caftan, kimono vibe. Like it's just, love you, it. I love mean, it. Day to I night, baby. Always love a sequin. Yeah. 
You love a sequin. What we're also seeing is sequins year round, which you've also been doing your whole life. So basically, we're entering the era of Heather fashion actually being the most fashionable. I've been out of style for about 40 years, but I'm back. You're back, baby. I'm back, baby. Yeah, I I agree. Like jeans and a tee, sure. But like making clothes, I want to make fun clothes. That's why on the tags, it says life is fun. Your clothes should be too. Yes. Right. We like quiet luxury. We've realized (laughs) that a lot of the things out here in the Hamptons is not quiet luxury. It's loud luxury. The loud luxurious place. And I like a nice long caftan and an animal print that I can wear to the grocery store in the morning. But I can also put some heels on and a 15 gold chunky necklaces and wear it on stage to tell dick jokes. Yeah. You know, that's quiet luxury. (laughs) That sounds pretty loud, but... Speaking aloud, hashtag quiet luxury trending. Hashtag quiet luxury is trending. Also, we have been, because we're dear old friends, and we put ourselves in some very precarious situations, but we've been on a deep dive today, especially after a couple margaritas, of these guys, these billionaires stuck in the fucking submarine to the Titanic. (laughs) How would you even describe, Cammie, for people who don't know what's going on, what exactly this news alert is? Well, I mean... So basically, people that have way too much money to spend, clearly, paid $250,000 each to voluntarily go down in this very small capsule submarine to go, I don't know, investigate or see To go to the the crash site. Yes, the crash of the Titanic. And they say that this submarine that they're in, which was man-made, not like like, like a dude named Carl built it, um, was not regulated. I don't think anybody signed off on it from the submarine association. Oh my. my question is, why is the price tag $250,000? Did we, what Especially do we think? Especially if the submarine's not nice. It's not nice. It's, they said it's the size inside of a minivan. Now the problem Ooh. is, and of course we're never making light of a lost life, but there's just something about this whole situation that seems very, a little sus to me. It's all a little sus. And I mean, let's just start with why, why, why are we even going down there? We were talking this morning, hungover. I can't imagine anything worse than like choosing to do that. And then that is how I go. Yes. You know, Mm -hmm. because we also discussed, we don't think they have potties in there. No, there's no potty. They thought they were going to go down (laughs) for a two hour cruise and reemerge. You could hold your pee pee for that long. Could you imagine being stuck in this fucking submarine running out of air? And I saw this thing on TikTok where apparently this gal was saying that like she works in the submarine, you know, I don't know, like she's an inspector of submarines. (laughs) She was like, these guys, the reason they also got like such a low rating on these submarines they built is they never had any way to circulate the oxygen. So even if they had like 90 hours worth of oxygen built into the submarine, there was no way to circulate the CO2. It's like if you're wearing a snorkel mask, right? It The, the bubbles go up and then you come up for air or whatever. They're like, there's there was no release, a way to recycle the CO2. Does that make sense? You know, I'm not great at CO2, <laughs> but it's it all sounds dangerous because I know we need CO2, right? And we need it to be recycled. So like, what were they thinking? I, These I, are smart businessmen too, I think. I don't know, but they're all billionaires. It was a billionaire from England. It was two billionaires or a billionaire from Pakistan. They both had their sons and then like another random billionaire from another place. I could get a little conspiracy theorist and be like, oh no, they didn't even get to like 10 feet underwater and somebody scooped them up and they're now at a lab somewhere or like, you know what I mean? There's some sort of like yeah. Illuminati meeting that they went to that they had to fall off the grid for. Yeah, but yeah, then, totally. Like they're yeah. actually in an underwater world 
for billionaires built by Richard Branson. Yes. And so over the next decade, we'll see all the billionaires disappear. Yes. If they die, mysterious deaths, and then they're no. all there together, and then the world blows up, and they're all okay. They're all okay. So if another billionaire goes missing in a weird way we in the called next it. few months, we called it. We know what's going on. I think, too, as you start hiring in the future at Show Me Your Moo Moo, that one of the HR questions should be, when you're interviewing somebody, instead of like, tell me, you know, you're, uh, uh, what, what is the, the one that's always tricky where they're like, tell me something you're not great at or tell me a downfall of yours, yeah. right? A struggle, a challenge. Instead of saying that where people are like, sometimes I just work, I care too much. That yeah, kind of bullshit. People love that answer. By they the way, you guys stop saying that answer. We know it. We What's know a good that answer? answer? For like, I mean, honestly, be honest. What is a real bad quality yeah. that you could stomach your boss knowing about? Oh, Don't yeah. make it a reverse compliment. Tell a real one. Yeah. Like. I'm a people pleaser. I'm and a I don't people say pleaser. No enough. That no, that's still, still feels like a compliment. <laughs> you know what? Just y'all keep doing what you're doing. Like, if you're charming, you'll probably get the job. So say whatever you want. No one tells the truth about their worst and best quality anyways. But I would say that you should absolutely, when you're asking somebody, hey, final question of this interview. Yep. If you had $250,000, you were given $250,000 tomorrow, and you had to use it to get into a submarine with four other billionaires to go to the bottom of the ocean to go look at the Titanic, would you do it? And if they say yes, I think it's a wrap. It's a wrap on employment. Yeah. If yeah. you say yes, I know enough about you to know you can't be working at this company because yeah. you are insane. You're insane. <laughs> and people gave me shit because like when Elon Musk was doing the rides to space, I was oh, like, no. yeah. No, I would said I would go to space you before I go, go? water. I would go. You're getting the trip for free or you're paying for it? Oh, this is completely sponsored. Hashtag yes. blessed. Okay. <laughs> I just can't stomach the amount of money these people are paying to do these like weird adventures that come with a lot of risk and danger. So, but if Elon's bringing you as a guest. Yeah. If I'm a guest of, of Mr. Musk. Yes. Once in a lifetime. I would even do a swipe up. You know, it's swipe up on SpaceX. Yeah. Swipe up. I would do some sort of sponsored. Yes. You know, it's, it's actually not a bad idea. So Elon, we've got, we've got a, if you like a plan, a, if you'd like a quote unquote space influencer, I'm ready. The first influencer in space. space. I love wow. it. That's okay. Good. We got to get the zillennials on it. But I would say if he's going to charge you. Yeah. Just call Richard Branson and let's rent Necker Island for right. all that money. And that is something that you've put on the vision board. Yeah. For, for my 40th. You want to go to the, the very famous yep. Necker Island. So Mr. Don't love the name. Branson. It, it's, a, it's a little, you know what I mean? Don't love the name. Don't love the name. Don't love the it name. It sounds like naked. You know, in yeah. the South, we say someone's naked. Someone's naked. Yeah. They're naked. I ran around naked Naked a lot. as your jaybird. Yeah. <laughs> what happens on Necker Island? What? Why is it so famous? So actually, I don't know if you remember this when we were younger. My dad rented Necker Island for his retirement from football, but they wanted it to be an adults only party. So we didn't get to go. But I did I mean, from their perspective, it was amazing. And you have, you know, like a staff of just beautiful people like Portia, Sophie. Yeah. Hanging out with you, doing water sports with you. They have to stay up as late as you want to stay up. Like right. an endless amount of delicious food and drinks. And, you know, island paradise. I didn't know that somebody like the Raging Cajun Bobby Bear could rent out this island from Richard Branson. Can you believe it? So what is, can somebody Google it? Somebody Google how much it costs to rent out Necker Island, Richard Branson's home. Ray is pretending that he's on a laptop. He does not have a computer in front of him. He's just pretending to be blind and typing Braille. <laughs> Raymond, can you, there's a cell phone right in front of you. Can Do you, you want to come to Necker Island or not, Ray? Yeah. He, oh, Ray said he is a party fun girl and he's going either way. 
Because remember, Ray, to go to get through. The, okay, Ray is saying that I said the phrase wrong. The only way out is through. He said, as I do all the time. You know what? Walk away. What? He says, okay, say that again, Sophie, $134,000 to rent the famous island that Richard Branson owns. So that is way cheaper than going to space. Like that's, that's what I'm saying. Cheaper. That's a good investment. It's a night. Oh, that was a night. That's three grand a person a night. I've honestly, when I did my honeymoon in Lake Como, it was triple that. You know what okay. I mean? Like, yeah. So Just, we're going to keep manifesting it. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's inclusive. It's all inclusive on Richard Branson's Island. If you run PR for Necker Island and yeah. you'd also like to gift this to us, we can promise you the content will be fire. Hashtag coconuts. We are ready to go. And yep. we will, when I say Richard Branson, Richard Branson, if you see this, we're, we're this is why Cammie runs such a tight ship because she has Sophie, aka Portia from the White Lotus, also doing social media for us right now. I can't even get half my episodes up on YouTube because I'm so fucking <laughs> a hot mess. But- we would like, if anybody hears this, if anybody has any ties to Richard Branson, we would love to go to his island for Cammie Miller, the found one of the founders of Show Me Your Moo for her for 40th birthday or yeah. mine, because I think I might be more famous in like a year. Yes. <laughs> and if we don't get the whole island and we only get a we'll couple rooms, we'll go and Nico and Jeff can go on a golf trip. We would love that. Yeah. Yeah. We just want to go and experience what it's like to really go off the grid. Cause we were saying, yeah. even though we're here in the Hamptons in the middle of the woods, <laughs> checking our buttholes for ticks, we are still not off the Island. We've shot a promo video for my upcoming tour. Yeah. We shot three like brand deals. We shot Moo Moo stuff. I mean, we're wheeling and fucking dealing. Yeah. Always, you know, always be closing ABW for us. Always be working. Always ABW. ABW. dub. Uh, always be working. A-B-Dub. And to, for Christina, who just walked in, it's always be twerking. A-B-T. A-B-T. Tina, come say hi. She looks very hi, cute Tina. in this very Versace adjacent Moomoo outfit. Who How are you, you wearing? Who are you wearing? I'm wearing Show Me Your Moomoo tonight. I'm really excited. It's a zebra and gold chain with a baby blue. And Christina, what is your goal tonight when we go out to this very hip, zillennial spot looking for Zandra out in Montauk tonight? I mean... As you can tell by my dress, it's to find hotties. <laughs> oh, I love that. And I, I love support that. you. I'll be your wing yeah. woman. But I want to let you know that as I can tell by your dress, we're looking for Gen Z gals because I think Xandra is going to think your dress is very cool. I think Xandra and all of her friends right? are literally gonna be like, Tina looks perfect. so hot. Yeah. Like you now I'm hot. stressed because my outfit's a little boho and they don't yeah. do boho. Yeah. And you look cool. And so it's either you or Ray that are going to be her favorite now. And I've really- Gen Z trapper i realized that i tried to like le legitimize myself by telling her about the radio city show xandra doesn't care she doesn't care you think xandra's watching stand-up comedy no xandra wants to see the hottest girls at the surf lodge and it's like i like your shoes like if she says i like your shoes i like your dress you've peaked you're done that's the only accolade you need to know did you have courtside at the heat game no no no, no. i don't know what to tell you i don't know what to tell you oh i'm sorry you spent your entire life working for this moment to perform at radio city no are you in a cute dress from show me your moomoo you're fucking crushing <laughs> but this is what we need cammy even though we are feeling that we're a little bit older we're on the tail end of like what is cool what is not we need the younger generation to keep us on our toes yeah and that's why we've got to trap gen z tonight because yes. we need tips and tricks yeah um, and we just, you know, we need to ask them what the lingo is. Maybe we can do a little, you can do a little lingo recap. If we find her, yeah. like new words she taught us. Per, I learned that one. Per. per. Exactly. Use it in a sentence for me. 
Oh, you don't? Okay. <laughs> it's, from my understanding, it's simply, it exists on its own. Okay. And, you know, could be synonymous with slay. Yeah. You look hot, that type of thing. But yeah, you just purr. Purr. On its own. Purr on its own. And I believe it's P-U-R-R. When I sent Zandra a message on TikTok, I said, hey, girl. Hey, Zandy. Hope I can call you that. Hi, honey. I'm going to be out tonight. If you want to meet us in Montauk for a drink, great. If not, we'll come to your place, my place. Also, I have an Amex. I ended it with, I have an Amex. Because I just don't want her to think, like, I'm trying to write her coattails. Of, right. I'm like, I have money. You well, know what I mean? We are definitely buying her We're the drinks. We're buying her the drinks. And wh whomever else she brings with her, we will take care of the group. We're yeah. not trying to mooch off you financially. No. Just trend-wise, trend we are. We Maybe, are, Oh, for trend-wise, yeah. we 100% are. We're mooching you for trends and the algorithm. some fame. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> But genuinely, I feel like we would all be really good friends. Yeah. I No, I agree. That's the thing. Like, I just, I hope she really follows through and doesn't ditch us because I think we are going to all be best friends. I do. I really do too. She needs like older mentors too, you know, and we could be that for her. And she, I mean, listen, I'm not going to toot my own horn, but, or toot your own horn, but back in the day, like what they're doing now really reminds me of what we did like five years ago. Yeah. Toot, Stars, toot. Toot, toot. I'll toot that horn. I'll toot that horn. You know where I'm not tooting that horn to, though? The bottom of the ocean to go check out the Titanic. Not a chance. I can't get over it. I'm still back on it. I'm back on it. <sighs> Same. I mean, we'll see how it all unfolds. I, I hope those people are okay. And I also just want to remind everyone, never get in a submarine and go investigate the Titanic because it's done. It's, it's been done. done. And we it, already did the movie. Yeah. We have the soundtrack. Did you see, though, the control? How boomty this thing was put together. The controller that these guys used to control to get down to the Titanic was from like a N64. Remember Nintendo 64? Yeah. It was literally a Sega Genesis Nintendo 64 controller. I, I mean, so... This is why it's all weird. So why did it cost so much? You know, Great where point. did the money go? Where, where is the money? The money? That's what I'm Show saying. Show us the money. Follow, follow the, the money. money. And in the words Thank of Ray, Tina. in order to get to get over, you got to go through. What did he say earlier? In order to go over. I said in order to get over, you got to go through. It's the same fucking thing. But if you go through the Titanic, Titanic you're not you're getting not anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you, the, the, the immense amount of pressure Precisely. in the bottom of the ocean will be so much that you will implode. Well, and they said, too, the problem is that things bolted shut, right? So say if you and I were stuck in this submarine searching for the Titanic, there was three things that they said today. They thought they were either, they were down in the Titanic, got to the location, and they got stuck in the ship. You know what I mean? Like went in, they're like in the ballroom oh, or some shit. Ballroom. ballroom. They're trying to go into that ballroom. Yes. With and, the stairs and the whole thing. And also you made a really good point this morning while we were hungover having coffee talking about this. What what is the obsession with the Titanic? When did this become a thing? Like, obviously, the movie with James Cameron was such a big deal. But at what point were people like, I got to see the Titanic, the right. shipwreck? I mean, there's tons of shipwrecks in the sea and things that happen like this. Yeah. Like, what is it about the Titanic? I think, you know, it's the quiet luxury. It's the glamour. <laughs> it's the reach of it all. It's the quiet luxury <laughs> of the bottom of the ocean. Like if that boat was yeah. ugly and the yeah. people on it were and their clothes were bad. Yeah. No one would have cared. No. But you know what it was? It's That's quiet dark. luxury. That's no. Dark. No, I love it. Get let's get That's the darker what's wrong with the world. Because what they I do only is, cared because the upper class. Like that's why it's mm -hmm. stood the test of time. What we are trying to do by like doing a photo shoot on a boat somewhere out in Montauk, that's loud luxury. But you know what they're doing? Going to the bottom <laughs> of the ocean? Quiet luxury. You're right. It, that's 100% what that is. And I realize I need to have more quiet luxury in my life. It's been loud. 
It's you know been loud. I mean? Yeah, but cheetah print is coming back. Thank so, God. Per per and get ready. <laughs> Cami, how does it feel to be a mom nowadays? You've got two beautiful girls, Magnolia and Birdie, and a beautiful family. It just can you believe now that you're looking back? I mean, you and I have come up together so much it, it, and had so many different wins, but you've got a thriving business. We show me your moo moo and you're crushing it. And now you have these two beautiful girls. How does it feel to do all of this and now be a mom? Uh, it honestly, sometimes it just feels Sorry to be cheesy, like too good to be true. Yeah. And the kids are the best thing in the whole world. And also, because I know you give a lot of dating advice. Yeah. My husband is the best father in the whole world. Yeah. And the nicest man. Shout out to Nico. We love you. So all you girls that think it's cool and attractive to like date an asshole or go chasing after someone who's mean to you, having kids is hard and you do not want to have kids with someone like that. That's a good point. So find the nice guy. And what would you say when they're looking for the nice guy? What is a, qu- a specific quality? Like like if you have one inkling that this person could be a good father, that's the right guy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just, you know, don't be too weird on the first date. Yeah. But try to pick up on the vibes. As they say, see how he treats his own family. Right. Bring him around your little cousin or somebody else's kid and see mm-hmm. if he, you know. I will say, though, let's be fair. Nico with other people's kids wasn't like Babysitter's Club, like trying right. to put a random <laughs> toddler on his hip. But with ours. If he would have been he, a little too friendly, we might yes, have also had a yes. side eye. <laughs> it has happened because we have our own kids and he's a phenomenal dad. And having kids is so much fun and doing Moo is so much fun and living in LA is so much fun. And you know, I'm like you about once a month I cry cause I'm so exhausted and how can we go on? But then yeah. my period starts and then it's fine. Yeah. And I'm happy again. Life is good. Life is good. And Kimmy, something cool that I just want to say, because I know you have, you know, you're female founded and you have so many badass chicks that work with you. One of the things is I wore one of the iconic uh, sequin dresses on watch what happens live, which was another big moment in the career. So anytime I've had a, a mega moment, moment in my life. Show me your moo has put the clothing on my back to help me ex- ex- celebrate that moment. And I took that dress and I put it up on TikTok and I said, let's do the sisterhood of the traveling dress. So I wore, I think a double XL in one of the sequin dresses. And I said, why don't I put this up and see if anybody going to the Taylor Swift concert, anybody who's celebrating anything wants this dress. We, I already sent it to a girl in Kentucky and I told her the only thing I expect out of her is to pay it forward and to send it off to the next person after she wears it for her event. So I think we need to bring a little I love bit of this a little so bit of much. Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants back. I love the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. And I love you because you have a big heart. And that did feel good to send her that dress. I, it felt it good. It felt good. And we got to do that more. We I'm into that, more. that. I'm really into that. Quiet luxury. Quiet luxury, baby. <laughs> Quiet luxury with a loud sequin. Because a lot of our lives on the, on the come up was loud poverty. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> We lived in, well, we were never, we've never been in the same cities at the same time, but we've lived in all the same cities. So I don't know for you, but you know how I survived New York on a very small salary was, it was the era of the $5 foot long. Oh, So you could get a $5 foot long and then eat half for lunch, half for dinner. I mean, that's a great deal. Can I tell you that really, once Jared ended up being a creep, that went out the, ooh, that was uncomfortable. That hurt. That hurt. too, Because we all knew him. We all knew him. Yeah. We were, we were rooting for him. He got healthy. He walked off the 200 pounds here we were getting a deal i was like oh i feel so good i'm getting a light turkey sandwich and then it was all just stripped away i felt sick to my stomach betrayed yeah like that that was some dork-sided stuff dork-sided could you imagine nowadays if somebody came up to you and said oh it's just five dollars for a full sandwich right 
I'd say I don't trust it. I mean, it. that's what a Diet Coke is out here in the Hamptons. Honestly, we are living that quiet luxury lifestyle right now, but I feel like we're either going to really have a great time tonight in Montauk yeah. or the Zillennials are going to be so mean to us that we're going to leave <laughs> early and depressed. And either one will be really funny. Either one will be very yeah. funny. Cami, I love you to death. So I hope that you guys are rooting for us. We will let you know next next week on the podcast if we got to meet the iconic Xandra. But in the meantime, where Cami, where can everybody find you and your incredible company and giggle and and follow your antics? Cami Mumu, C A M M Y M U M U. That is my Instagram. My company is on Instagram. Show me your Mumu, and stay tuned because we are dropping our next collab with Heather, July twelfth, and. It will sell out like they always do. So when I say mark your calendars, ladies, I mean mark your calendars. Mark your calendars. Save your monies and mark your calendars. We've got silky, luxurious pajamas. We've got new swim, swimwear coming out. All yeah. the swimwear I wear, all my silky pajamas, everything in a, the caftans, the fun prints, anything to make you feel great at any size, which you know is so important to me, inclusivity, is, of course, at Show Me Your Mumu. So we will be launching that and look for that on Instagram. But in the meantime, between time, love you, mean it, and I will not see you at the Titanic. Never. A Reverend Archie. Ciao, Bella. Thank you to everybody. And remember, tickets are on sale right now at heatherontour.com. So please get your tickets for the last leg of the comeback tour. And again, if you're in Atlanta, we're going to be filming the special on November 9th and 10th at the Fox Theater. So stay tuned for that. Anyways, I love you. I mean it. Thank you for letting me do this wild wrap up here in the Hamptons. But we will see you at the Surf Lodge if they will let our old asses in. Ciao, Bella. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.